0: Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders, recognized in their fields, who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team, and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this show for months. Uh, in fact, s- since my guest said yes that she'd be on the show, so we're going to talk. We're going to talk to a renowned aromatherapy alchemist and one of the world's leading experts on transformational use of essential oils um, in today's empowered life. And my guest is just this phenomenal woman, Allison Stillman. And she brings 40 years of knowledge to help us empower ourselves on a daily basis. Her fascinating work really includes studying the long-term effects of essential oils on such challenges as dementia and Alzheimer's. And I'll be honest with you, I can't wait to see that first white flower of a person who's conquered uh, Alzheimer's. I think that's going to be such a powerful moment and really hope to our older population, and she brings her aromatherapy also to people in recovery. This is a woman who has true heart, and I can't wait to hear what she has to say to us all today. So, Allison, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much, Linda. I'm really thrilled to be here. I always love sharing with the world about what I've learned over the last 40 years, and really grateful that you invited me and happy to be here. Thank you. And Allison, you were two when you started, right? <laughs> See, the power of essential oils is actually the fountain of youth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Allison,
1: would you share with the audience, please, your background? In other words, how did you get to be an alchemist uh, in your life?
2: Well, it, it's kind of an interesting journey in that, um I've been doing this work for lifetime after lifetime, and I have very strong confirmation of that in a lot of different ways. But in this lifetime, I have always loved, I've had a very, very strong connection with plants and flowers and the natural world. And when I was a little girl, like two, three years old, I would always be out in the garden with my grandmother, and nothing brought me more delight than to be in a garden, to be surrounded by all of these plants and back in those early days as a child I still you know talked to the fairies and the plant spirits and the plants would talk to me and I could see their aura and you know it was just this really magical time and for me that's always been where I find the divine is in nature with the plant world and the animal world and so It kind of led me. I just followed along. (laughs) I had had a very powerful experience when I was about 18 years old where um, I was in a redwood forest. I was camping with some friends and there was a wild rhododendron in bloom. Ooh. And I followed my nose through this redwood forest to find it because I started smelling this sweet fragrance and I was like, wow, I'm in the middle of a redwood forest. What is that sweet flowery smell? And came across this giant rhododendron in full bloom wow. and I stuck my face in it and the the smell completely overpowered all of my other senses. I could taste this sweet honey in my mouth. I could hear these sweet notes in my ears. I could feel the softness on my skin. And and from that moment on, my sense of smell was awakened in a very dramatic way. And I um, was led the course of you know studying um, horticulture and botany in school, and became a landscaper, and started studying in earnest about aromatherapy and how aromatherapy works. And there wasn't a lot in those days, but I just I feel like the the plants and the oils have pulled me into their world and directed me my whole life, really.
1: That's fascinating. I, I'm I love the fact that. That rhododendron overwhelmed your senses. And it, it truly, you know, when we talk about vision and leadership, um, one of the things that I talk about is the fact that you have to involve all five senses. You have to involve sight, smell, taste, hearing, and feeling. And it it sounds like, in essence, that rhododendron was a huge vision for you.
2: Yes, Yes, it was. In fact, it's it, it uh, I could even see color in my closed mm. eyes as I was smelling it, you know, talk about vision. and i I have always been one to lead with my heart. I always let my heart make the decisions and not my rational mind. And so it it it, it awakened in me this desire, To know more about fragrance. And and I really had that throughout my childhood too. My biggest love in my grandmother's garden was her roses. She had all these Mm. old fashioned roses. And I, nothing, for me, it's my primal sense. It's that, you know, I take these big, deep inhales and I watch how everything changes. And of course, over the years, working with people in recovery and, and in convalescent care centers, I've learned the power of fragrance and the limbic system the, the, to, to really affect the emotional center in the brain and the behavioral center in the brain as well as set up long-term memory in um, the amygdala. And so you can influence all kinds of emotions and behaviors and and change patterns in your life simply by smelling essential oils. <laughs> and I've watched <laughs> it, you know, for 40 years. Yeah. To, and I know this to be true. So, and I've seen people's lives dramatically change through the sense of smell.
1: That's amazing. Uh,
2: the the
1: and then what do you do with my husband who has no smell? He he his nose does not work at all. Uh, how do you how do you work with people who seem to be I want to say
2: smell blind? Well, that that's really interesting because when I did a, I did a two year um, study with. Uh, Elderly with um, Alzheimer's and dementia,
1: mm-hmm. and a
2: majority of them have lost their sense of smell. But the interesting thing is is that the olfactory system or the limbic system, you can inhale the fragrance, and your brain is still affected by it, whether you can smell the fragrance or not. And so a lot of the the elderly people, when they would inhale certain oils, they could describe the feeling nature. Of the oil, mm. and and what I mean by that, like say for example, peppermint has very uplifting, very awakening, uh, brings clarity and sharpness, um, and brightens the the spirit and the emotional center. And it's been known to you know keep you awake. Like if you're going on a long road trip and you know you're going to be <laughs> driving at night, you want to take a bottle of peppermint, right? Right, right. <laughs> So when these elderly would smell, you know, or they inhale the oil, they didn't actually smell it. They would describe the characteristics of the oil, even though they couldn't smell it. And it would elicit certain emotions and responses and even memories. Like we could get memories that were 30, 40, 50 years old out of the people who are supposedly no longer had memory. By inhaling these fragrances, so it was really really an incredible thing to witness
1: that is amazing, uh, because he always says, "You know, I can't smell anything. and And yet, I know, you know if I put essential oils into a diffuser, that they, there will be a shift. In his emotion, there there will be a shift in in how he feels and and that kind of thing. But I know he's not smelling any of it. So that's that's fascinating.
2: Well, and what we did too is after the first year, this was going to (laughs) be, I met with the director and I had worked with an elderly aunt with oils when she went into late stages of Parkinson's in very Mm -hmm. delusional states. And I saw such dramatic things happen with her that I went to the director where she had lived and I said, you know... I would love to work with your um, the convalescent care center where there's lots of dementia, and Alzheimer's, and let's see if we can't mitigate some of the symptoms for them. It was going to be a six week study, but I fell in love with everybody, so I ended up staying uh-huh. for a couple of years. Uh-huh. But. What happened was, when I would leave there, because I'd go once a week, all the caretakers would say, please, can you come more often? When you're here, they are so relaxed, and they're so much more happy, and so we ended up getting a diffuser in the facility, and we would diffuse Orange oil in the morning, which is very uplifting, antidepressant, really great for the emotional center and brings joy to the system. We do, We would diffuse that in the morning so everyone would be happy.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
2: in the afternoons, we would diffuse lavender. And the lavender would calm and relax them so they wouldn't be so combative and sundown, which is a very common thing that happens with mm. that population. And, and it was just phenomenal, the results that happened. And even though I'm going to say maybe one or two people out of the entire facility still had their sense of smell, they all could feel the effects of it. That's
1: amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, I know that there are individuals who are now teaching um, facilities like that, you know, how to use essential oils with with their clients and that kind of thing. Do you do that kind of teaching or is, is this, is, I, is it more hands on with, with you?
2: No, actually I um, am just putting together a um, online program that is going to have a lot of that information in it in one of the classes. And i um, sorry, my dog's coughing. She's a bad cough. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that in the background, yeah. but. Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to another room. Um, and I'm putting this online class together so that i can I can share this information because I feel like it's so valuable for so many people because the, the of course, Alzheimer's and dementia is dramatically increasing in the elderly population, and we're all going to deal with it on one level or another. So to be able to have simple tools like, Oh, you want to get a a solid answer out of your mother who's suffering with dementia? Let her smell this oil and let her come into some clarity, get the answer, and maybe she'll drift off again. But there are certain oils that will help them be very clear and present and be able to connect with you. Mm, Because. Yeah, Yeah. because again, these oils are affecting the emotional behavioral center and the memory center of the brain. So even if they can't smell them, you're getting an impact in those centers of the brain by inhaling the fragrance. Whether you can smell it or not, it's affecting you.
1: Awesome. Uh, Allison, I know that you you do a couple things one is you work with one of the essential oil companies and you also but you also um, put together your own blends of essential oils what got you started with that
2: well you know it's funny i um i didn't ever really want to retail oils that wasn't my thing i'm more a hands on i'm more teaching i love to teach and i love you know working with clients i do coaching and individual sessions with people And my clients just kept saying, your blends are so fantastic. Can I please buy some? So I'm creating some for people and I have a a small line and and I work with a lot of distillers. You know, I'm, I'm partnered with a few different companies, but I've studied with the world's leading distillers and buy directly and distilled essential oils and done the whole thing and And um, I am very invested in very high quality oils that have been distilled with very exacting formulas because I want that live electromagnetic frequency because I want the most powerful impact from these oils as possible when I'm working with clients. And so I've, you know, gone on a very exhaustive search around the world looking mm-hmm. for distillers and companies that distill with ethics. And and then the other side of that is because aromatherapy has gotten so popular, there's a very big issue around conservation because a lot of the plants are beginning to show up on the endangered species list. They're getting harder to find. Pure oils are, you know, it, it's a bit of a challenge in today's world. So... I really want to know my sources. I, I'm I'm very particular about that.
1: That's fascinating. I know se- several of the, um, I don't want to say commercial, but the, the network marketing companies um, actually own their own fields in order to make sure that um, their oils meet their standards, whatever those standards might be. So that's another way of um, ensuring that the Plants and whatever that you're using are at least up to your standards, whatever those standards might be. So we've yes. been talking about essential oils, but I'm curious, uh, what what are they actually, and um, how are, how do you make them?
2: <laughs> well, that's that that could be day long conversation, okay. but in, okay, and we have in, about four minutes before yeah. we take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, essential oils are the live electromagnetic plant molecules there are actual molecules and there are water solu- soluble mo- molecules and oil molecules from the plant and most essential oils not all but most essential oils are steam distilled, process of steam distillation, which is a very exacting science. And generally, distillers hand down formulas from generation to generation. And you don't find much in the world about, there's no books written about distillation. You really have to get with masters and learn the art yourself. And the interesting part about it is that every single plant has a very different formula to get, to keep the molecules alive during the process of distillation in that there's a certain amount of pressure, steam pressure that they have to have. There's a certain amount of heat they have to have. And there's a certain amount of length of time that they need to be distilled in order to keep those molecules intact and not fracture during the distillation process. So it's a very exacting science. Um, And that's where you get the real true I'm not going to call it therapeutic because I, I don't want to make that claim, but you get those kinds of qualities in your oils when they're distilled with those exacting formulas. Wow, that
1: is, I mean it, it sounds like how could you ever commercialize essential oils if it takes that kind of rigorous process to create them?
2: Well, and that's again back to you. Really want to know your source. You want to know how it was grown. I'm big on organic and sustainable resources, and so you know it takes a it takes a little bit of sleuthing to figure out who's going to provide that for you.
1: Well, it'd be interesting, you, know, Allison. The, as much as you love being in the garden and working in the garden and that kind of thing, that you don't become a grower.
2: Oh, I have. I've I've grown and distilled <laughs> a lot over the years, but um, you know, and it I've done it because I wanted to know that and I wanted to learn it, but you know, it's an art. It's it's not a high dollar proposition. Right. <laughs> so, you know, to in order to sustain ourselves, we have to add to it, you know. And so I've really left the distillation to the experts and I have strong relationships and and um, I buy directly from a lot of distillers, and then also through a couple of the other companies that I work with.
1: That's that's phenomenal, I, and I'm I'm I so appreciate your integrity in all of this, as well as your passion for bringing the best to your clients and really um, being able to spread that out to the world. I was looking at on your website at some of the ones that are your own, like passion and intimacy, abundance, love, peace, uh, meditation, and then divine grace, which I I thought was fascinating. We'll we'll come back um, after this short break and let's talk about a little bit about what divine grace is. So audience, I want to... you think during our our commercial break here about have you used essential oils? And to what degree have you, I want to say, have success, but where you felt that your mood has changed, your emotions have changed, how you, Feel about something has changed dramatically. And I love the fact that Allison is working with our most challenged population, our seniors with dementia and Alzheimer's, and seeing significant change there as well. And we'll be right back.
4: America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton
0: draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareTodreamwithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, dream with Linda.com.
5: It's just a click away at vapresspass.com. That's vapresspass.com. VA PressPass by Voice America. All access, all the time. the bottom line in business talk.
4: Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success.
0: You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612 that's one 613 1612 You may also send an email to Linda at com. Now, back to Leadership Stars.
1: Welcome back. And today I have the renowned aromic alchemist, author, teacher, coach, and one of the world's leading experts on transformational use of essential oils, Allison Stillman, and I'm so lucky to have her with us today. Her book, The Sacred Art of Anointing, is the result of her 30 years of research and practical experience with essential oils. And this is what's so powerful. She's recently been added to the Harvard Divinity School Library. Welcome back, Allison. Thank you. That's Thank a you really so much. I mean, that's a real honor to be in the Divinity School Library. Um, I'm just curious, why you? Why did they pick your book?
2: Well, uh, The the Sacred Art of Anointing, the book I, that I wrote, is based on, as you had said, this 30 years of doing this ancient rite of passage that was done in the temples of Egypt thousands of years ago. And this rite of passage, this anointing work, is the most powerful way I have ever seen to awaken the divine in in my clients. And so I wrote the book about um, 10, 15 years ago because there there was nothing written about anointing and the power of it to really connect you to source. And of course, we see in a lot of the churches, particularly the Catholic Church, the sacraments are based on these ancient rituals of anointing. And so I wanted to bring this work into the world because, I, you know, I can't be the only one doing anointing work on people. <laughs> I right. wanted as many people to know about this work and to be able to share this work and know how to do this work so that we could awaken consciousness on the planet. So, Allison, what is sacred anointing? Great question, Linda. So (laughs) anointing by definition is a rite or ceremony where you'll take a uh, chrism or an oil, individual oil, or even blessed holy water, and you'll rub it on someone or something to consecrate it. And when we consecrate something, we're making or declaring something sacred and divine. So... This, this rite of passage, this sacred anointing work that was done in the temples of Egypt and some of the ancient civilizations was a very long process where people would come to the temple and it would be for all different sorts of um, rites of passage. Maybe it was for initiation into the temple or baptism or ordination or coronation for the kings and queens or marriage ceremony or last rites, which we're all very familiar with. And people would come and they would fast and they would go into vows of silence. And then the priestesses would do these, these ceremonies with the oils and they would anoint the bodies and they would sing and chant into the body. And, and for me, it's about a four hour process. I take people through and it clears the old limited belief systems and genetic patterns from the body so that we no longer live at the effect of it. And it allows us to fully step into the true empowered beings that we're meant to be. And so I've been doing this work for you know a long, long time, and, I, and I've seen such... Transformation in people that I, you know, I had to write the book to get it out there in the world and share it with people. <laughs>
1: mm, that's wonderful. And then you, we started on a divine grace, which is a, a blend that you've created. Does it support the sacred anointing?
2: Absolutely. Th- this blend, you know, it's funny. I, um, when I originally created my blends, I was I only, I only had six blends, and and then I had a reading, and you know I'd done all my design work and everything, and I had a reading with somebody, and they said, "Oh, you're supposed to create this blend called Peace, and it's going to have a harmonic in it that's going to help heal the world." And I was like, Well, wow, I just did all my design work, you know." But when you get messages like that, you have to listen, and so right. That blend was a, a total gift because it carries the essence of dolphins in it. And I, um, as I blended it, normally when I blend oils, it's, it's a one-time deal. I generally do it on full moon or new moon, and, and the oils just tell me what oils want to be in the blend, and, you know, and it's done. And when I went to create this blend piece... I struggled over this blend for some reason. And I've been taking people to swim with wild dolphins for about 25 years. And I was on a trip and I had this one dolphin who was just all over me. And, and he came up with his tail, um, his tail fluke and smacked me in the back of the head and telepathically (laughs) gave me the message. You have to put our energy into that blend. So I came home and I just put all of that energy into that blend, and it completely changed the fragrance. And now I have a master blend that I pull from, and and so many people when they put it on say, "Oh gosh, this reminds me of the dolphins." Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, and then divine grace came, started coming in last year. This is really kind of a year long um, uh, blessing that came in. And I've been working with the angels and archangels, well, pretty much my whole life, but I I very much use them when I'm doing anointing work or when I'm blending and they guide me. And I was working with Archangel Metatron, and Metatron said that I had to create this blend and that it would um, open up people's ability to allow this diamond light to come into them and onto the planet that has not been here before. Mm. And I just played with this for, I'm going to say a good year. And I was, you know, invoking that into my, my energetic field. And I was told the certain oils that had to be in it. And um, one of the oils I had never found before that just happened to show up, right? Of course. At the end of this year-long endeavor with Metatron. And and then I was told that I had to pour every oil over a Herkimer diamond, and I didn't have Herkimer diamonds. But as I got the oils together, I went, okay, now where am I going to find Herkimer diamonds? And there happened to be a gem show in Santa Rosa, and there happened to be one dealer that had a small little dish of Herkimer diamonds. So the Herkimer diamonds showed up, and um, it was created on the uh, pink moon, which is the moon of unconditional love. And every bottle has a Herkimer diamond in it, and it's to invoke diamond light into our field and into our bodies to awaken um, uh, dormant DNA as well as unused portions of our brain that can awaken consciousness in our in our being. And what kind of results have you s- have
1: your clients who've who've purchased this and used this? What are they seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting?
2: Um, I, you know, I really have only just recently released it. And so I have, I think about three clients now that, that are getting on it and they say that's all they want to use now. And when I know, when I anoint myself every day, I, I use it every single day. It's Mm -hmm. become my favorite blend. It's all I want to (laughs) have. I want to bathe in it if I could, but Yeah. (laughs) The uh, decadence, definitely, right? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so working with sacred aromatics like you do, how does that affect us and really empower our true nature? That's a
2: great question. So I believe that we, as young children, um, when we're born, we have to figure out how to do life. And so we look around and we look at our parents and we say, oh, that's what it means to be a woman. That's what it means to be a man. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to believe. Oh, this is how it is. And, you know, we borrow these beliefs when we're young and they go into our subconscious and we live at the effect of them our whole lives until we start to do inner work and go, oh, well, yeah, I've always lived at that effect. And Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. For me, I grew up with... Money doesn't grow on trees, and there's not enough, right? Okay, yeah, Know that one well. So the the first one, of course, well, actually, both of them are totally false beliefs. Mm-hmm. Money does grow on trees. It's paper, right? Right, exactly. So, and there <laughs> is money is just energy, right? It's right? just it comes in a paper form, but it's energy. We're exchanging energy all the time. And, and I look at it, if you went outside and you looked at all the leaves on the trees, would there ever be a shortage of leaves? Or if every single person in the world went outside at the exact same time and took a great big inhale, would we run out of air? No, right? There is an abundance of energy everywhere. And so that notion that there's not enough is a false belief. And so, in order to change those and clear those, we have to go into the subconscious. And the oils are really good at getting into the subconscious and seeing what the effect is on the being and on what we're creating in our lives. So, if we want to become super empowered in our most truest expression of our divinity as these creator beings... We have to let go of all the limitations that we've borrowed along the way or false beliefs we've borrowed along the way. Let them go, get them out of our psyche, get them out of our physicality or even the genetically inherited programs that we came in with. We can clear those from the body. The oils have an incredible ability to do that so that we live our most empowered Selves, And we allow that to be the foremost expression of who we really are.
1: Allison, this is amazing. Um, we, we talked last week actually about the Akashic records and the fact that, um, you know, the, the, those are the, in essence, the videotapes of you um, through all of your lives and how, in, in essence, how, how you're going to live this particular life. And I always have heard from my uh, psychology friends that we as children actually record our parents and and those around us as, as you said we're we're looking at our parents and all that and, and what do they do and how do they do it and what are their beliefs and you know do, are do they go to church do they not go to church do they have a different religion you know what do they have and when we become parents then we we take those videotapes down and we go okay this is what my parents did when when i was you know six months old or i was a year or whatever and that's how we then train our kids so in, in some respects we carry that forward so the concept of um eliminating those false beliefs and those limitations through essential oils is really powerful yes
2: Yes, it is. It's really, you know, I've, I've seen so much magic in the transformation of all my clients, you know, not only in the anointing ceremonies, but also in the coaching where we, we go in and we look at what's your programming and here's the way you're going to clear it. And here's the oils you're going to use to clear it. You know, it's, it's, I just sit back and wonder and awe at how powerful a tool this is and that's why it's been used for thousands and thousands of years as a rite or ritual to empower people and to when you're when you're ready to let go of old aspects of yourself and you're ready to step into the most empowered divine expression of who you really are as a spiritual being in this human body the, the the oils can be an incredible tool to get you there.
1: So, Allison, oh, what you're, one of the things that you're saying is that um, everyone's recipe of which essential oils to use, what sacred aromatics to use, is different. It's customized because that's what you need in order to transform your own life. Is that true?
2: Yes. And... Um, we are like an onion, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We build up all these layers in order to survive on this planet, which is a planet of suffering and experience. It's, you know, third dimension, five senses, and and we learn through our suffering. That's where we grow the most. Mm -hmm. So in order to survive here, you know, if you have children, most everybody knows this to be true. Babies are pure. They come in and they are the center of the universe. And this is a harsh realm. And in order to survive, we've got to put up walls. And so you got to figure out how to be here pretty quick, right? Mm-hmm. Zero to right. five generally is when it all happens. The whole subconscious gets built. And it's built on everything around you, not truly what you, who you are or what you believe because you're too young to know what your beliefs are, right? right. So you borrow them. And so many of them are false, but we just take them to be true because the, oh well, that's what you do here on planet Earth, right? Right. <laughs> so then, as as we start to do self reflection and and do the inner work, we start to uncover things. But you don't do it all at once, you know. You um, unveil one of the layers, and then that takes you deeper. And you know, it, it's a very courageous path to be able to be willing to look. At what your your um, baggage is, and to be able to want to clear it, so that you don't live at the effect of it, and that you can create and manifest whatever you want in your life. We are that powerful. We just don't know it because we live at the limitations of what we've assumed are true. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting uh, talking about babies who are pure, and and the I just did a piece on humility. And the f- fact that babies are really the most arrogant creatures in the world, because they expect everyone to take care of them, um, primarily because they can't, um, and that they have that humility is something that we actually have to learn, that it's not necessarily something that's um, ingrained in us so we learned so many things in that first five years that support us and don't so ladies and gentlemen um, as we take this quick break i'd really like you to think about again those those false expectations that appear real the subconscious beliefs that you have the stories that you tell yourself that may or may not be true and let's see how we can make change and we'll be right back
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner, drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military corporate, government and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number 2, LeadwithLinda.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here.
0: You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at com. Now, back to Leadership Stars.
1: Welcome back. And not only has my guest written her own book, but she's been in several uh, compilations as well, including... Um Love for No Reason, More Chocolate for the Mystic Soul. I love that one. Um, and Insights from the Coffee House. Some very interesting compilations. She does workshops around the world. She's been featured in magazines on radio across the country. Um and has, as we said, um uh, done some long-term research on you know some very critical. Um challenges in dementia, Alzheimer's, and of course, recovery. So welcome back, Allison. It's great to have you. Thank you. I've been enjoying our conversation, Linda. Awesome. <laughs> um, and we've been talking about uh, sacred anointing and the the uh, new uh, essential oil blend that you have, divine grace, and how it's it, it's really working to um, change change things change vibrations how does it go about changing the vibration of an individual
2: well that's a that's a great question what we've discovered over the years is that everything is made up of electromagnetic energy and frequency and so <clears throat> the human body resonates somewhere between 50 to 72 hertz and what they've done they've did a study about 25 years ago where they were measuring the frequency the hertz of essential oils and mm. they wanted to know how it impacted the body and so when we're healthy we vibrate somewhere between 50 to 72 if we get stressed if we're going through a difficult time if we're not sleeping we're not eating right our frequency goes down. And if it gets too much lower than that 50, if it goes down to 45 or whatever, we get sick. And so in order to have optimal health and wellness and well-being in our lives, we have to keep our frequency above the state of illness or disease. And they found that essential oils resonate anywhere between 60 to 300 hertz. Wow. And so when you're using these oils... They're very symbiotic with us and and we have this um, interspecies relationship with plants and flowers and trees and everything else. Um, and so the frequency of these oils, when it comes into just your electromagnetic field, your energetic body or your auric field, it's going to change the frequency of it. It's going to impact it in such ways as to empower your energetic field to heal holes in the energetic body merely by bringing that frequency into your energetic field, and then when you start to work with it on the actual physical body, it will go in. They they did a study where they worked with eucalyptus, and eucalyptus they applied it to the respiratory points of the feet, the reflexology mm, points right, of the yeah. feet, and which are the balls of the feet. And when they massaged it into the feet, they actually saw a difference in the lungs within 20 minutes. They could measure the frequency of the lungs. And I know I've done enough work with the uh, eucalyptus in particular and some of the other respiratory oils when people are having asthmatic attacks or um, flus or respiratory conditions that you can actually feel the coolness of the of the oil in your lungs when you're either breathing it in or you're massaging it into those reflex points and so it raises the frequency of the body so if you're using let's say for example Rose oil, that measured the highest of all of them at 300. So if you're putting rose oil onto your body, it's raising the frequency of your body dramatically. It's taking you above the state of pain, sorrow, suffering. And rose, of course, is the number one oil for love. And it's also an aphrodisiac. So it's taking (laughs) you into a higher vibration. You know, of course, love is the highest vibration we can aspire to. So if you're using an oil that induces love into your field, into your emotional body, into your um, the emotional center of your brain, into your heart, expanding the, the electromagnetic frequency, the area around your heart, it expands it out further when you're anointing with these oils because it's changing your frequency. Allison, this- I mean, this is
1: really powerful stuff information for, for all of us. I, I have, I guess, one, one sort of overriding question. How does one who's a layperson um, learn enough uh, to be able to, I don't want to say heal themselves, but to be able to really work with these in a powerful way? Or does it require having a practitioner um, really supporting you in making those kinds of
2: changes? Any and all ways that you can just start, <laughs> just okay. start using oils. You know, go get a lavender and just start, you know, using a drop or two in your bath, using a drop in the palm of your hand and massage it behind your neck and then smell it and just start noticing how it affects you. You're going to notice just a, a relaxing, calming feeling that comes over when you're smelling lavender. Lavender is probably the number one the most widely researched oil in the world today. And and so it's very common. It's a prolific producer of oil. So it's very inexpensive. It's a great oil to start with. Mm-hmm. And I just tell people, just start using them. You know, just get a book. Go to the, you know, go online, get a book. Get a basic book about aromatherapy. Start reading about it. But the oils will also talk to you if you listen. If you really start tuning in, it, they'll awaken your intuition, and you'll start to have an intuitive feeling about oils. Now, you know, when I'm working on people, I just hear that, oh, you want to combine um, myrrh with some spikenard and some palo santo, and it wants to go here, and they tell me. They talk mm-hmm. to me, Right, right. And so I just tell people, just start using them. It'll awaken this remembrance and this intuitive nature and, and connection with these plant sources.
1: Okay. There's, there's talk in the spiritual metaphysical community about the fact that we as a planet are moving from the, the current third dimension up to the fifth dimension. What does that mean in terms of, aromatherapy, the sacred anointing, all the things in essence that you do?
2: Well, I believe that we're multi-dimensional beings and that we we do not just exist in this third dimensional reality and we're seeing enough evidence of that in the world of quantum science mm-hmm. and how the energies expand far beyond what we can see with our naked eye and so to me, a fourth and fifth dimensional world or sixth, seventh, eighth dimensional world are all these unseen worlds that are still existing. And and we certainly hear a lot about those things from people who have died and gone to the other side, is what you know, is the way they would call it. Mm-hmm. And they see a lot of things that we can't see with our, our human eyes. You know, they see angels, they see ascended masters, they see light realms. And they see all these different realms that are coexisting simultaneously with us. We just can't. We haven't developed the ability to see those realms yet. And so for me, um, the essential oils and the anointing and all the work I've done and all the other spiritual work that I've done over the years has enabled me to develop my intuition and my inner vision enough so that I actually do see angels, and I actually do see fairies, and I actually do see ascended masters. I don't see them all the time, but when I really focus and I do my practice, I can see and hear those realms, and so they exist, and quantum science has has begun to really to um, be able to express what that really is so there are lots of tools that can get us to the place where we recognize that we're not just these human beings you know having this human experience we're actually spiritual beings that have come into body for a while for evolution and growth and for a deeper understanding of who we really are so and I think as time goes on and we're using these these sacred aromatics that have been used for thousands of years to awaken consciousness, the full breath of consciousness, I think the interesting thing is, you know, we've got these neurons in our brain. We only use 15 to 20 percent, I'm 20 percent being generous, of the neuronal capacity of our brain. What's happening in those other 80 percent? Well, to me, that's where we can bilocate, teleport, we can communicate with the other realms, we can communicate with angels, we can communicate with our loved ones on the other side. All of those things are capable, we just haven't fully developed it yet. And so anything that can awaken that ability... I'm all for, and I haven't found anything more powerful than anointing with essential oils to awaken that awareness of who we really are. That's
1: amazing. And uh, it, it's interesting because you, you know, you talk about the fact that when you were a child, you saw fairies and and the plants talk to you and this kind of thing. And you know, I think many children have that. They're always told, you know, it's not real. It's, you know, uh, right. I, I always set an extra place at the table for, for my friends and yet we come to an age where um, we lose that. Um, we become, quote, more practical, I guess. Um, and it is it is sad that we we don't carry that forward into our adult life and really use, as you said, that other eighty percent of our brain to be able to um, see and and experience other beings. So Allison, I know you have a free gift for our audience. Would you tell them a little bit about that?
2: Yes, I uh, recorded a video about aromatic alchemy and how it works and how you can use it in your life. And I want to share that with everyone so that you can, it's it's a great starting off point about, aromatics and how they can create alchemy in your life because i really believe that you know what you just said was so important that we all come in being able to talk to fairies and angels and knowing that we're the center of the universe meaning that we are that god source that creator source that creator being and from about six on all we do is develop our intellect our mind and that is not our power source and so if we, you know, can get in the habit of stop saying these things to children, of stop daydreaming, or, you know, that's just your imagination. No, that's where we can create and, and manifest whatever we want in our lives because we are these creator beings. And so daydreaming is great. Using your imagination is great, but we don't spend enough time learning that in school, right? So, but it, it's,
1: it's not a class that you learn in elementary school or high school, right? No, okay. right. <laughs> All right, so we have just what sort of a minute left. And Allison, could you give our audience like one great tip that they can start using right after this show?
2: Yes, acknowledge the truth of who you are as a divine being and allow these oils to come into your life so that you can consecrate yourself on a daily basis. Declare yourself sacred and divine by anointing yourself on a daily basis.
1: Oh, and that is so, so very powerful. And Audience, I want. To, well, first of all, I want to thank Allison so much for being here and giving us this phenomenal information about sacred anointing, essential oils, vibration. All of this—it's been extremely powerful—and I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Linda. Oh, you're so welcome. And audience, uh, if you want additional information about. Um, my work with the art of hurting cats, leading teams of leaders, or um, the workshop Seeds of a Movement Boot Camp, please do send me an email at Linda at Dare, the number two, Dream with Linda dot com, or head to the website at www again, the number two, lead with dot com, and Allison's gift will be on the free gift page. And until next week, remember be courageous.